Hello, and welcome to Marriage Unchained, the art of one flesh, where saving marriages, saving families, and saving souls is the flavor of the day. Now, let's join our host and author of Marriage Unchained, Catholic Alpha Radical, Jerry Jacobs Jr. Welcome to Catholic Alpha Radical Live, where I help you fix your Catholic marriage. I've coached and helped hundreds of men in their marriages, and now I want to help you. Call 313-RADICAL now. That's area code 313-RADICAL. And ask me anything on tough marital issues, such as what to do when she's asked for divorce. What to do when you have a mutual agreement of separation, but you didn't want it. What to do when your wife is cold and distant. What to do when your wife is having an affair. What to do when your marriage is bad, boring, lukewarm, and passionless. What to do when you engage in a mental embrace less than once a month. What to do when you sleep in separate bedrooms. What to do when she has left the home with or without the children. What to do when you're divorced but didn't want it. Call 313-RADICAL. That's area code 313-723-4225. That's area code 313-723-4225. Again, call 313-RADICAL right now for answers to intimacy problems, communication problems, prayer and spiritual warfare problems, authentic masculinity problems, a.k.a. how to man up. So... Sit back, relax, take a chill pill, and get ready to rock. But don't duck. Can you feel it? Catholic Alpha Radical coming at you now. Oh, and help welcome to Catholic Alpha Radical Live, the podcast that helps you fix your Catholic marriage while also giving men winning tactics for marriage problems, girlfriend problems, and intimacy problems for men. But moreover, where my main mission is to keep you out of divorce court and where marriage unchained, the art of one flesh divorce combat coaching is the flavor of the day while also helping men understand marriage and courting, not dating in the Catholic faith. Why? Because dating is for sex and courting is for marriage. In this 127th episode, the Holy Lover series continues with how to save my Catholic marriage when my wife has given up. And today we uncover gift number 22 and part two of that gift. Plus live phone calls from you answering your marriage and crisis questions. So get in that queue at callinstudio.com slash radical one for some resolution to your marriage confusion. And so we now have the quote of the day. So let's do this. Quote, as we consider lovemaking itself, it is important, especially for a man to learn to listen to what his wife's body tells him about the best way to please her. Simply put, what is pleasing to a woman today, sexually speaking, may not feel good at all tomorrow. End quote. Gregory J. Popcheck, Ph.D., 
book, Holy Sex, A Catholic Guide to Toe Curling, Mind-Blowing, Infallible Loving. I've helped hundreds of men in their marriages. Allow me to help you in yours. Get live Catholic marriage help Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. Eastern for some resolution to your marriage confusion. And so, as usual, during the middle of a show, the bandwidth goes down, and the the uh, what do you call it? The Wi-Fi is acting crazy in and out. So you will always still be able to hear me, but sometimes I may get jerky. So it's Friday. I've been attacked all morning. My wife goes out to go talk to someone, take care of some business, and the flat tire. <laughs> my son's already gone for work so it's gonna be it was hard so now we're dealing with that so now i'm dealing with messed up wi-fi so that's just the way it goes on a friday y'all so bear with old catholic alpha okay so let's get into our content for the day but before we do let's talk about the show change uh the show change means that um starting monday which would be june 12th um the show will move to Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays at 6 p.m. Eastern. And simply put, the reason why is to make sure that I can still, uh, I want to start making sure I, I don't, this doesn't interfere with uh, helping my clients and stuff. So that's basically the explanation. It's nothing really special, nothing. But I, I sent out some emails to everybody and I'm sending it out on the show. And so just know that um, start Monday, the show will be live 6 p.m. Eastern. And other than that, um, well, we the replay will still be um, every every day, um, and so that way, just come hang out, and won't nothing change other than that. All right. So now, Catholic Alpha's radical rant of the day: How to save my marriage when my wife is giving up. Today, we are doing Gift Twenty Two Part Two, which states a holy lover understands his beloved's monthly cycle as well as how her body works and responds to the marital embrace during different times of the month. Now, that sounds a little weird, I know, but I learned really early as a married man that you got to start, even before I was Catholic or even a man, I was still young, I realized very early on that as a husband, you have to know your body's, your wife's body and how it responds, you know, uh, how how her emotions, all that stuff works throughout the month. Because a lot of times you'll think you'll take a lot of things personal and it's really not you. It's just her hormone, her hormones are all wacky and stuff like that. So that's why this is a holy love gift to get you as a husband to man up, learn about your wife's body, understand how it works. Um, also understand how it works during the marital embrace um, and her, her monthly cycle and all of that stuff. Um, and if you do, and if you learn that stuff and you get involved in it, you'll be very, you'll be, uh, it will give you a lot more comfort and it will make your wife happy too, because you're not trying to be all over her and stuff. Um, and, and not thinking stuff is her fault and she's being mean to you and all that stuff. Now, sometimes she is okay. Don't get me wrong, <laughs> but, but most of the times that's not the case. And so, uh, basically we're going to, um, 
at the the next part of the uh we're going to also talk about yesterday we talked about the her monthly cycle or period and menstruation assist um menstruation period and all that stuff and then today is going to be about the second part of this gift which is women's menopause and i'm not going to spend a whole lot of time on it because we did we've done three shows on that or two shows i can't remember we've done two or three shows on menopause but this is basically um part of this gift and so we should really uh talk about it uh because um i have young clients but i mainly have clients that are in their 40s 50s 60s and 70s and stuff like that so they need mute those husbands need to understand what their wives are going to too because menopause is a lot more um is a lot more devastating on a woman than her uh, her monthly uh, menstrual cycle when she's younger and, and able to have children okay so after the break we will be right back and we will get into this and have a little fun bam If you're getting value from this podcast and would like more personal marriage help, visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for an opportunity to work with me personally for free. Yes, within 30 days, learn how to become a better husband that attracts your wife back to you. Visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com and get a plan tailored specific to your marriage and situation. I've helped hundreds of men in their marriages. Allow me the chance to help you using my personal and gained experience. Visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for superior coaching for your marriage. Again, SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com. That's SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com to become the man God created you to be and the husband your wife needs. Lastly, I always get the question, why don't you help women? And I always answer them, I do. So, for all of you beloved wives out there that want to reignite that feeling of emotional closeness and complete love from your hubby, consider marriage coaching and visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for an improved marriage within 30 days. Okay, so um, as promised, how to save my marriage, my wife is giving up, understanding your wife's body for mind-blowing intimacy, part two. And so what we did um, yesterday was we covered uh, our wife's monthly cycle. So if your wife is basically between 18 and 49, she could still in those that upper middle age. Um, she could still uh, have her menstrual cycle, and so able still able to have children. But usually, a woman is done having babies around these days, around 39, 40, 41, 42 at the latest. But there are the anomalies, and even in their 40s is the anomaly. Um, but just to keep it simple, we'll cover that because the women in the 40 to um, and, and over or can be in menopause and have menopausal systems too. So that, that age from 40 to 49 kind of fits into both, both categories. 
Okay, and so what we're going to do is kind of review what we went over yesterday, um, and that it's a good review, and it's good that you guys understand. I know some men that this might sound, you know, boring and like, what am I doing this for? Why the, Why are you trying to understand a woman's body? And I, man, the reason why is because it's important. Um, it's important to understand, and intimacy is important, as you know by now. It's not just about scratching the itch. It takes work. It takes work to understand all of this. Okay. So with that being said, yesterday we talked about the three phases of your wife's monthly cycle. And that reference comes from the book I quoted from Holy Sex by Dr. Pop Gregory Popcheck. Um, and so a husband's again, the quote is very, <laughs> I mean, that quote is so perfect for what for about with husbands because what feels good, that, that, and that's another reason why we as men should understand our wife's body. Because as that quote said, and I've said that I mean, before I even read that quote, I've said it a lot, that what feels good, when you're making love with your wife, what feels good today to her is may not feel good tomorrow. Because guys, we're used to what? Well, we got our, we got our own little system when it comes to making love, right? We kind of do this, this, and this. And then with women, the thing about it is, is your wife changes all the time. So it might go a month that what the way you're doing is fine, but it might be only a day. It might be years, but it will change. One thing I do know is it will change. And once it does, she's going to get frustrated if you don't adjust. So this is one of the, one of the main reasons why I'm teaching you about uh, your wife's body, how it works. And there are a lot other things besides this, but this right here, these things are a good start for you. So yesterday, uh, in part one, we talked about um, um, also another thing, too, is getting frustrated with your wife, um, with her would not help, but only push her away from you. So if your wife is telling you that she doesn't really feel good today or she, or something's hurting down there or something's going wacky. You know, you give her the benefit of the doubt. Um, the reason why is because she's probably telling the truth. Now, if she goes on for a month or two or three months and all that kind of stuff and three and four weeks in a row and stuff like that, then, you know, that's just being her being lazy. You know, but many times women, they have a lot going on with their bodies, man. Y'all know that. They're always going to the doctor for something. And so if, if you get frustrated with her and upset with her, that just makes things worse. And she's going to think, what? Oh, you're just selfish. And, of course, we've all heard this line. You're just thinking about yourself. All right. So let's get into this real quick. We're going to do a quick review of yesterday. So her monthly cycle has three. Her monthly cycle has three. It has three phases. Phase one is a woman will feel the most tender and sensitive during this phase of her cycle. This is the time between menstruation and her pre-ovulatory phase. This usually is the first six to ten days of her cycle. Phase two, the fertile phase of a woman's cycle, it lasts about 10 days. She experiences a rush of hormones that tend to make her very, uh, to make her more sexually aroused. Her levels of vagina lubrication rise dramatically. Her cervix opens and rises to a higher position in the vagina. And then phase three begins a few days after ovulation and lasts until the first day of her period which is about 10 days, uh, and it lasts 10 days. This is called the luteal phase and is brought on by an increase in progesterone levels. This causes a lessening of vaginal lubrication. 
the lowering, closing, and hardening of the cervix in the vagina. It causes a decrease in a woman's physiological arousal. Just as, as in phase one, the vagina becomes more sensitive, which means lesser penetration and more tension on foreplay to help with lubrication and receptivity for you, her beloved husband. Okay? So that was a quick review of yesterday. If you want to, um, if you want more of that, then just go to yesterday's shows, go on my YouTube channel and just right there on the live. Um, and, and then you can, the live tab and you can see it. You can watch it and get more. We also yesterday covered natural family, natural uh, family planning, which is what, um, which is uh, morally licit in the church and authorized by Christ. And so basically means that we are our main role purpose here on this earth is to have children and to unite ourselves and our children with God. Um, but sometimes because of certain circumstances, we um, we don't have children when we're supposed to or we're having problems having children. So natural family planning is an avenue that you can use as a husband and wife to basically learn, learn your wife's menstrual cycle. So, so when she's to know when she's fertile and when she's fertile. You make love, and then you will have a baby. Some women is some women's cycle is uh, fertile period is long is wide. Some women's fertile period is very narrow. So this is why you have to calculate things. Some people think they can't get pregnant, but they're um, but they're but that's because their wife is her 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 fertile window is very very small, and if they don't make love on those that certain day or those certain couple of days, she won't get pregnant. Some women's they get you know their 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 fertile is really wide and so they have a lot more uh chance of getting pregnant. Okay, also in natural family planning, it's not a contraception, which a lot of people joke around and say that it is, but it's really not. It's that people are broken and use it in, in in the wrong way sometimes. Natural family planning should only be used in gray situations, which means what like either the husband is very sick or the wife is very sick. Or the wife's body, she is exhausted from the bearing of children and needs a break, or she'll go crazy. Like a woman, a woman might have two, three, four, five, six kids in a row, and it just wears her body down uh, physically and mentally um, and, and psychologically, and she just can't take it anymore. So what happens is she's allowed to um, to do new natural family planning to spread out the children um, by because it could be detrimental to her emotional state. Okay, that's a very good thing um, for for her. Uh, also, there is no reason we are not allowed as um, as human persons. I don't care if you're a Christian, a Catholic, or you're 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 an atheist. It doesn't matter. You're, you're not allowed. You're supposed to have children, as many children as God wants to give you. Now, that's not me talking. That's God talking, and that's the way it works. Bear, you know, be fruitful and multiply. Okay, so basically that means is you will have, you know, you make love as a married couple, you grow closer to God, you grow closer to each other, and then nine months later, you have a beautiful soul. Okay, and that soul is you have to make that soul a good parent, I mean, a good child um, with that. And so we're not supposed to not have kids because of personal financial problems or personal problems or we don't want to and that kind of stuff. Um, sorry. But the way it's supposed to work is if you're not ready to have kids, you're not ready to be married. Uh, that's the way it works. All right. So that is the review from yesterday. So now we're going to rock with part two.
and we start with the questions of menopause and why should husbands understand that? Okay, so menopause is its own animal, man. It's kind of like the the the, the 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 menstrual cycle for a, her monthly menstrual cycle, but it's more devastating. It's more permanent. You with a woman's menstrual cycle, a younger woman's, I mean, she can still have babies. It's just a a per, you know, it's like a, a it's not it's it's just temporary, right? But with menopause, it's not temporary. So usually, um, not usually, but sometimes a woman can start to have menopausal system symptoms from age forty on. Um, and then she might, when she hits 50 or 51, 52, 53, 54, 55, then full bone menopause will happen, which basically just means she can't have children anymore. Her menstrual cycle stops and she's losing her hormones and the hormones are sexual. And that makes your wife want to her a high libido, a high sex, high sex drive. Why? Because that's how God set it up so that she will be willing and wanting to um, make love to her husband in order to what? To have babies, okay? That is what we're here for. People always want to try to deny that, but if it wasn't the truth, why is it set up that way? Duh. You know, now, that doesn't mean that we're not meant to have fun and have a great time and love, you know, and and have, you know, whatever, but we are supposed, our life journey is supposed to, have souls for God, for ourselves, so that we can send those souls to, to our Lord. And then they, him and the Holy Spirit and the Trinity, God can can make, uh, can make we can experience eternal life in heaven with them, okay? Otherwise, if that wasn't the goal, then what are we here for? See, that's a great, great question. What are we here for? If that's not it, what are you here for? If, it's, if, the, if the goal is not for this universe, is for every human soul to be in front of God for eternity, what are you here for? And I tell you, nobody, no atheist can answer that one. No, no, no person talking about, you know, we come from monkeys. You know, where we come from monkeys. We don't come from monkeys. And isn't it that weird that people would rather, and it's whether they accept God as a creator. They would rather think that say that we come from an animal, that we come from monkeys, that we are evolutionized to monkeys. And people accept that crazy stuff too. Why? Because that means if I come from a monkey, I ain't responsible for nothing. I can just, you know, everything, I can just do what I want to do. I don't have to do do it, follow any rules, but my own rules. You'd be surprised. People reject our Lord Jesus Christ for a lot of weird, crazy reasons. And that's one of them, evolution. Think about it. it this is no way this can be a chance. This, this is like a like throwing a dice on a on, on a craps table or something, like a roulette wheel where we all we like this because of that. It's, it has to be created and designed. It has to be. Otherwise, what are we going through all this pain and suffering for? What are we going through all this pain and suffering for? And it doesn't matter. The, the thing about pain and suffering, it has no economical status, <laughs> right? It doesn't matter if you're rich or poor, you still go through deep, deep pain in your life. So if, 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 what, if God is not real or God did not design this and if God doesn't have a purpose, if this whole thing does not have a purpose, we're just here, then what is all that pain for?
It has to be a reason. It's not bad luck. It's all designed. Everything has a reason. Nothing's a coincidence, right? So menopause and why should husbands understand it? For the simple reason is when a wife, a woman enters menopause, man, she her first thing that goes is her sex drive. Second thing goes is her hormones. Then she has these symptoms, hot flashes, depression, all this stuff. A lot of guys that come to me, their wives are in menopause and their wives making dumb decisions and their wives don't really understand what they're doing because they're in menopause and it's causing them to do a lot of things and they're listening to the demonic and they're listening to these other women or other people tell them to leave their families and all this stuff. And women, women just like everything else in their life, they, they buy it on an emotion. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, that's what he's doing. I deserve to be this. I deserve to be that. Yeah, you're right. You know, and then you get your divorce and you're miserable. Or it ain't, or not just that, even worse, it didn't nothing change. You still, it's still the same. You know why, ladies? You know why, ladies, it didn't change? Because you're still you. <laughs> it didn't change because you're still you. Your husband was just the easy out. He was just the easy one to blame for all your problems, for all your unhappiness, for all your unfulfillment. He was easy because he was there. You can't blame you can't blame the kids, right? You can't blame your kids. You can't blame God. You can, but it's fruitless because that's not going to get you nowhere. So your hubby, he's the only one that you can blame. It ain't fair. But when you you know when you're when you're not going to mass, when you're not getting the sacraments. When you don't know your faith, when you're not tr- when you burn up, when you're buying all the Kool-Aid you're being sold about being a feminazi, when all these things like that, then what happens is you start to buy into the to the to evil. And so you look up one day and you're 16, 70, 80 years old and you're by yourself. I have a I know a woman, you know what she did? She divorced her husband and moved like five or ten states away from her kids, from her husband, everything. And she is entrenched in it. Like, that's the right thing to do. Yeah, now she's all lonely in, in a state by herself. And then she's mad. She's mad at her husband because she she's saying, well, you turned the kids against me. How you going to say that he turned the kids against you when you, you divorced him? You left him. The man didn't. He The man was never unfaithful to her. The man never hit her, which is the only two reasons that you are allowed in the church in God's eyes to separate from your from your husband or your wife is physical abuse or infidelity. That does not even mean divorce. That just means separate. And once that man or that woman corrects their behavior, you as their spouse are obliged to come back to them and try to make it work. Oh, no, that's not what she did. She moved like five states away. I can't remember, 10 states or something like that. It's way away, too. And then... Mad at him because, oh, well, you turned the kids against me. Well, the kid, look, kids ain't stupid. Kids ain't stupid. They know when somebody's crazy. After a while, a child will learn how crazy their parent are. That's why you, you never dog out somebody's parent. You never dog out a kid's parent. You know why? Because the kid will eventually see their they parent for who they are anyway. That's why I tell all the men in my program, never, ever say anything bad about the kid's mother. Never not say one bad word. You know why? Because she's going to prove, she's going to prove, she's going to show them who she is. And if you start talking bad about her, 
they're going to look at you and be like, you know, and get mad at you. Okay. So this is why menopause is very bad. As a man, you've got to understand it, understand what it does, understand what it can cause, like uh, what it causes your wife to do and things like that. There are many divorced women that regret it. Mostly all women regret divorce unless their husband was hitting on them or something, unless their husband hit them or something or whatever. But most women and most men, once they start getting a little older and they stop being so damn selfish, they start to realize, you know what? <laughs> he wasn't that bad. He really did love me. You know, but it's hard for women to see that because they're too busy being demonically and, and oppressed and listening to the world and listening to these other women and other people who are who was what? Misery loves company. OK, now, what are the effects of menopause? Um, on our wives. So I'm going to read these and man, we're going to talk about them. And look, it's devastating. It's devastating. And you'll see. So menopause is basically um, has the same effects on women, except on a more permanent basis. I talked about that. Their hormones are leaving or gone, which causes sensitivity, a lack of sexual drive, almost none, and the dramatic loss of lubrication. So right off the bat, if you're a husband and your wife has these three things, which are very which are very detrimental to making love, she's losing her hormones, she's very sensitive in the vaginal area, and she has a lack of lubrication. Okay, already, if you're a husband, you're ignorant to this stuff, you're going to already start blaming your wife. What's wrong with you? Why don't you want to make love to me? Why can't I touch you? Blah, 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 blah. And you're going to start getting all frustrated. She's going to get all mad, and she's going to not say nothing because you know how women are. Once you start getting on them, they just stop talking to you because he ain't going to listen to me anyway, so why should I say anything, right? So it's important that you know that, all right? Next, the skin around the vagina and clitoris become thin, making it painful to touch, to the touch, and sometimes even to the penis. Okay, so what happened is around the labia and the clitoris, and I know I'm not seeing all this stuff perfectly right, but hey, I'm not a doctor, but I, I, I kind of got the gist of it. Basically, her, um, her, her cervix, her clitoris, all that stuff, vagina, all around that area, man, especially her, her clitoris, it becomes, the skin becomes very thin. The more hormones she loses, so as you know, the clitoris is like a small penis, right? We all know that. And so if you touch it with your hand and the skin is very thin, it, 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 it's very painful for her. Very painful. So it feels like a, my wife said it feels like a pin, like somebody sticking a pin in her. Okay. So that's kind of, as a man, if you understand that, then what are you going to do? If your wife's in menopause, you're not going to try to touch your perfect vagina anymore. Because why? It hurts. You might as well get used to that. Sorry. Now you could touch around it, you know, on the outside, but even that, can hurt. This is why you hear me say, we, we're talking about with, with Dr. Popcheck in my in my quote. Like, today what feels good, tomorrow don't feel might not feel good, okay? And so, as a man, when your wife's in menopause, and when she's a young woman that can still have babies, you've got to be very uh, cognizant of that, okay? Um, And then the breast, so next, um, uh, the breasts and the nipples, so um, let me go back to the other one. Let me go back to the other one. The, the clitoris uh, is painful to the touch and sometimes even to the penis. If 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 it's like I'm I'm blessed. So my wife's been a pause and we can still make love and it's not painful. But and 
but with my penis. But I'm telling you that not all men are that lucky. Okay. This is why it's important that you have lubrication. You always make, especially when your wife's in menopause, really you should never, ever make love without lubrication. It's silicone. Do not get water-based because what happens with water-based is it's cheap and it doesn't have any oil in it hardly. And what happens is when water, water does what? It evaporates. And so if your wife already is not lubricating properly and you, you put a water-based lubricant it's only going to last a little bit. Then it's going to dry out, and then your water, your wife's not lubricating properly, and so it's going to start to hurt again. She's going to be like, okay, I don't want, okay, I'm done, <laughs> right? Silicone is a godsend. You never get anything that has chemicals in it. You never get anything that has perfumes in it. You never get anything that has, you know, anything other than just the silicone. That's the oil that they put together. You'll love it. It lasts. For, you can make love for hours on it. You might have to replace it like maybe once every hour or two when you're making love. But that water-based, man, it'll be gone in 10, 15 minutes or something. You know, and it's just, but with the silicone base, it keeps your wife lubricated. It matter of fact, the silicone helps, it helps your wife to lubricate properly and even more. This is why you prolong the sex session. Because the longer a man is penetrated inside his wife, the more she gets into it, the more her body starts to receive him. And then naturally her natural lubrication comes back and it's a lot of lubrication. Most people have no idea that that's how it works. Your wife, the reason your wife, if you are making love to your wife and she's young or she's old, it doesn't matter. If you only make love for five, 10 or 15 minutes, or 20 minutes, your wife is never, ever going to get to the proper lubrication, no matter if she's young or old. Okay? So this is why you must prolong the sex session so that your wife starts to lubricate properly and in abundance, even if she's older, if she's 80 years old, it doesn't matter. Women think, women, women think, well, I, I'm dry and I can't get, I can't lubricate anymore. That's not true. The problem is not you, sweetheart. It's your hubby. Your hubby is not manning up, and he's 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 ejaculating too quick. And what's happening is it's not giving your body time to adjust to uh, you guys' lovemaking. All right? That's very important that you understand that. When it comes to the marital embrace, 99.9% of the time, it's not the woman. It's the man. He's not prolonging the sex session long enough. Or if he's trying, the woman is disordered and she's not letting him prolong the sex session long enough. How many times have you heard this? Would you please hurry up? If you're a woman that you've ever told your husband to please hurry up, you are seriously, something's wrong with you. That is so disrespectful. That is so unloving. That is so uncaring. And he will start to hate you. You never tell a man to, would you please hurry up? What you do is you use your mind and you you get into another world and you try to embrace your husband with God and with himself and with yourself. And you try your best to enjoy the, the, the that's you try to enjoy that. My wife tells me about that. She said, women, if women really want to, they're a lot better than men. She said, if women really want to, all they got to do is just 
re- relax themselves and let themselves get into it and embrace their husband and embrace God, and they will have a climax. They will. But most women are disordered when it comes to sex. They can't do it. And so if 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 the man is not proper, doesn't know what he's doing, or is an an an, an, an inadequate lover, then what will happen is his wife will continue to have inhibitions. She'll never totally relax. And this is why a wife doesn't have sexual peaks, because she's not relaxed. Okay? So that's important that you guys know that. Um, that, you know, <laughs> you can thank me later. <laughs> you don't have to thank me right now, but you can thank me later. Uh, next, the breasts and nipples lose most of and sometimes all feeling and sensitivity. Oh, how many times have I heard this one from my wife? It doesn't feel the same as it used to. Nothing feels the same. I'm so mad. That's why she wanted to do the uh, menopause shows because my wife's an expert on menopause, man. She's mad at everybody because nobody told her how it was going to be. Because <laughs> women don't really talk about it. Okay? And so the good thing is you you let me be your coach, you're going to know a lot about it. Matter of fact, you're going to know about more about your wife's body than she does in most cases. So you can be able to talk to her and have great conversations you know, and that is a very good thing. And we'll go over that in a minute. But her, when a woman is in menopause or starting to have symptoms or deep in it, what happens is she loses her, her, her nipples used to be a source of uh, pleasure, of um, feeling, of, um, you know, the of sense of sensor, t- sensory throughout her whole body leading to her clitoris and stuff. Well, now it's not like that. So if you pinch them really hard or sometimes even if you just touch them, you, you, that sends off serious pain to your wife. Just like when you try and touch her vagina and, and her skin is thin and stuff like that. The, 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 it's like the nipples get hard and get hardened and it's not the same like they used to be. Now, what you can do as a man is you can touch around it. You can touch, you can like, you can rub your hand across the nipple, but you can't like in any way, grab it or pinch it or really your wife. will t- Look, man, this stuff I'm talking about, this is not rocket science. Your wife knows all this stuff. She just don't talk about it with you. <laughs> Cause she knows you're not going to listen to her anyway. She feels like she can't talk to you. This is why, man, you gotta ha- be able to have great conversations with your wife. Me and my wife talk about anything. Because my wife knows I'm not going to get mad at her. I'm not going to say she's silly. I'm not going to ignore her. So me and my wife can talk about anything. And that's what great marriages do, legendary marriages and stuff. You can talk about anything. So if you don't, if this stuff I'm talking about, you never heard it before or only heard of something, that means that your wife didn't feel close enough to you. That means she didn't feel like she can talk about it to you. So what does that mean? You got marriage problems. You have marriage problems. If your wife can't talk to you about menopause and about what she's going through, about her nipples and her vagina and, and how the sensitivity in her body is not the same when she was 20 and all of this stuff. If she's talking about it to her girlfriends and she ain't talked about it with you, you have marriage problems. You have communication problems. But see, you keep denying it. You can keep denying it all you want. Husbands deny it all the time. I ain't got time for that stuff. Well, yeah, you ain't got time for it now. But when she says, I had enough of you, then all of a sudden I got time for it. Don't wait. Do never wait. Listen, try to your best to embrace what I'm saying so that you can 
you can and you can like if you if you if you have problems now, the great thing about having problems now is you can always fix them if you try. Okay, so that's that's that. So menopause also attacks a woman slowly, and symptoms can start as much as ten years before actual menopause begins. That's why you hear me talking about usually menopause starts around 50. So up to 10 years before that, a woman can start having symptoms like hot flashes and depression, all that kind of stuff. So this causes what? Depression, irritability, hot flashes, poor and dramatic decision making, and a dramatic loss of sexual drive. So right off the bat, man, just, you know, the way to look at menopause is your wife is older. She has more experience. Just why you hear me say, learn your wife's mysteries. She has more experience. She has more to give you, but you have to find out what that is, right? And um, and if you and if your wife, if her sex drive is the thing about the sex, the thing about all this stuff I'm talking about, it's it's it sounds negative, and it sounds like man, I'm not gonna ever be able to make love to my wife again. That's not true. That's not true. You have to understand that yes, outside the bedroom your wife is going to be very hard to get her sexual drive going, to get her to think about sex and all of that stuff. But man, look, once you get her inside the bedroom and you guys start making love, all of her, that flush of, of, of love and caring and, and it, an arousal, it will come back. But you as the husband have to bring it out in her. In other words, you got to work harder. This is another thing I say about menopausal women. They get selfish really easy if their husband lets them. What do I mean by that? Well, since outside the bedroom, they're not thinking about sex anymore. Why? Because they're not fertile. And so what happens is they start to, um, they don't even think, they don't, they don't think about, they don't only think about themselves and they don't think about their husband who is fertile all the time. Remember we learned yesterday, men are fertile all the time. That's why we think about sex all the time. Women, even when they're having baby, can have babies. They're only fertile certain times of the month. So they're only thinking about sex certain times of the month. Of course, women are different, some more, some less, but you just that's the just of it. So this is why men always thinking about sex, because why? We're fertile all the time. So the thing about men, well, the older we get, we still have hormones, but when we lose our hormones, we start we start becoming fertile when we lose control too much. This is why when you hear me say you losing your hormones and your sex drive is low, is because you are uh you're 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 having you're ejaculating too much, right? You have to learn how to that's why you gotta learn how to control yourself and get out of that premature ejaculation phase. Okay, stop being a little boy and grow up and be a man. Okay. Um, what else? So yeah, oh, and so a woman, if she's not thinking a menopausal woman's not thinking about sex, so she's thinking, well, I'm not thinking about sex to he don't I don't have to have sex with him. That ain't fair. That ain't right. That's selfish, ain't it? That's self- if you think about it, that's selfish. That's selfish. I don't feel like making love, so forget him. And that's kind of how women think sometimes. A lot, not sometimes. So this is why you as a man, that's why you got to learn how to talk to your wife about this stuff. Okay? Now, next, um, for this reason, a strong emotional connection with your wife is vital. Preparing her for your love is of the utmost importance, as she will not even think about sex for the most part. But once inside the bedroom and in the act of making love, the feelings come back and sex is highly pleasurable for her. Now, my wife, you know, she's one of the people she gets stubborn. If it don't feel like it to her, don't feel like it did when she's 20 and 
30. So obviously, you know, no matter what I say, babe, you're okay. You're great. It don't matter. It doesn't feel like it used to. It doesn't feel. Does it still feel great? Yeah, it still feels great, but it don't feel as good as it used to. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry, but that's God, right? You, we just got to roll with it. So this is why you hear me say it's imperative that you as a husband understand these things. And really, it's fun when you start to think about it. You start to learn your wife's body and you go, okay, I can have I can have some more sex if I just do, if I just learn stuff and talk to her about it. And we and look, one of the things like me and my wife, we've tried to put in sex on a schedule type thing. Man, that that don't work for us. We like the uh, the uh the spontaneous, the spontaneous spont- spontaneity of it, right? But if you as a husband and wife, if you have to put your your if you have to put your 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 marital your sex um, you're making love sessions on a schedule and, and, and to make sure that you make love at least once or twice a week and do that, do that. Really? That's better than nothing. So what you do is you say, look, baby, I want to have, I think we're not making love enough. We're not close enough. I want us to grow more in intimacy. I want us to love each other better and grow closer and keep our emotional closeness really strong. How about we make love every Friday night after the kids go to bed and then on Sunday, Sunday night um, before Monday on the next morning for work twice a week. Boom. Then you're set. Then you're set. You don't have to worry about here comes Wednesday. We ain't made love. Here comes Thursday. We ain't hate made love. Here's Friday. We ain't had man. Then you look up and it's been 45 days. We ain't made love. Just put it on a schedule. And then eventually, and then you as a husband learn how to become a good lover. Because then your wife will look forward to your sex, your making love sessions together. If it's if it's laborious for her or it's it's it's, it's a chore for her, it's gonna even if you put it on a schedule, it's gonna be hard for her to want to make love to you. You know, she'll do it because most women are good women. They're loyal, they're committed, they don't want their marriage to fail. So they understand that. But women they all have a, a, a point as to which I don't care about God. I don't care about being a good wife. I don't care about nothing. I don't want to do it no more. If your wife gets to that point, man, you got a long road back. Okay. The best way to do that is to not let her get that way in the first place. You never let your wife get to the point where she doesn't want to make love to you anymore because if she gets to that point, it's hard to get her back. All right, so this is why it's your job as a man to learn your wife's body, to learn how it works, to learn what, what the monthly the monthly menstrual cycle is about, to learn what menopause is about, and then get off your butt and learn how to be a world-class lover. And then guess what? You'll have all the lovemaking that you can stand. If that don't work, you put it on a schedule and say, listen, can we make love on Monday? Can we make love on Thursday or whatever day is, is, is good for you? And then you guys make love at least twice a week. That'll keep up your emotional connection and keep up your emotional closeness with each other. If you stop making love, your emotional closeness will go eventually and then your wife will go wrong. And then eventually your wife will go along with it. OK, bam. All right. Next. Um, with menopausal wise. Penetration, depth, sensitivity, and a pressure and pressure are a huge deal. Okay, so when your wife is in menopause, just as like when she can have babies and she um, is uh, in her menstrual cycle, sometimes during the month, 
with menopause women is like this almost all the time. For young ladies who can still have babies, it's only like that certain times. You you have to be as a man. You have to always be um, cognizant of pressure depths and pressure. Uh, I mean, a depths into your wife, um, depths um, putting all your weight on her, putting all your weight on her pelvic area, and all that stuff. Man, she can't take that stuff, especially if she's in, in menopause. Right? She cannot take that stuff. No man should ever be making love to his wife with all his weight on her, ever, ever, ever. That's a rookie. That's what rookies do. And women know it. Why is he put... We've been, we've been married 20 years. He's still putting all his weight on me. We have sex. Okay, that's crazy. You always make love on your elbows or on your palms of your hands. You put the stress on yourself, on your joints, on your arms, on your chest. You never put all that weight on your wife. That makes it at least... when she If she doesn't want to make love, that at least makes it bearable for her. Okay? Also, do not. Um, another thing too is, you you um, when you're making love, and even to a menopausal woman or to a young woman, if they're not, this is why you have to you can't you have to wait and allow them to their body to adjust to you over forty five minutes, an hour, two hours, three hours, or whatever when you're making love, and then then the deeper you can go, the more you can penetrate. The more her her vagina adjusts to you, the more her body adjusts to you, the more her soul and her psychological um, well-being adjusts to you. And you'll see. This is why you can't you have to stop making love for 15, 20 minutes, for five minutes and stuff. And when I say making love for that, I mean actual penetration, not foreplay. Okay, so foreplay. After a while, when you start making love as a world-class lover, the way I teach you, you won't even need foreplay. Matter of fact, your wife's going to be like, I ain't got time for foreplay. Let's just get right to it. Why? Because her body's ready. Her body's already ready. But 99% of the people in the world, they don't understand that. And so women, the wife, they, they need foreplay. At least, what, 5, 10, 15, 20 minutes sometimes, you know, to get them start going. And then as you penetrate your wife, she's more ready for you. Okay? But... After a while, once you start making holy sex love, the way I talk about your wife, we don't even need all that. Just bam, let's go. I'm ready. I know what's up. I know what you're going to do. It's going to be great. Let's go. <laughs> okay. Uh, next. So for this reason, many sexual positions such as her on top or you on top or for the most part out of out, out or extreme care must be taken as pain will commence and she will not want to make love at all. So you guys got to understand that your wife, that if you are on top of your wife and you're trying to penetrate too much too soon, or you're putting pressure on her pelvic area, or you're putting all your weight on her or, you know, her vagina is sore. Um, and you're not understanding that she's, she's not going to want to make love at all. Why? Because it hurts. A lot of women won't tell you, but see me, I don't play that game. I look at my wife's face. I know what's going on. And you could tell when she's in pain or something ain't right. But most guys were selfish, right? So we think about ourselves. And so we don't care if our wife's in pain. We do, but we'll get take care of that later, right? Because <laughs> right now I gotta get me right. <laughs> but you can't think like that. God first, your wife in marriage second, your kids third, yourself last. 
You never think about yourself first, ever, ever, ever. So when you make a love to your wife, you have to learn that I cannot think about my wants, desires, and needs. I have to think about her. And then once you start to hit that mindset, your sex will become better. Boom. All right. So putting it all together, putting it all together, you always hear me driving to your brains that conversations about your sex, about sex are extremely important. If we don't have the courage or take the time and care to talk about these things with our wives, how will you as a husband even know these things? This is why people who say talking about sex is disgusting and nasty or unholy have no idea of what the heck they're talking about. Husbands and wives must have intimate conversations every now and then at the minimum. If only to so, if only so the wife feels comfortable telling her husband about her physical and psychological concerns. For a husband, this is the ultimate form of love, respect, and trust from your wife that she feels comfortable enough to discuss these things with you. Oh, my God, gentlemen. Do you know how that, listen, do you know how good that is that your wife feels comfortable enough to talk to you about her problems with her body, her problems with sex, her, 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 uh, you know, her concerns, you know, or her desires. That is a great thing. That means that if you guys can sit down and talk about that, you're on the way that you, that you, you can, you can, that you can build on that, you know, but you have to put in the work first. You got to get your knowledge base up. Okay. And then when your wife is talking, you always listen, you don't interrupt, you let her get it out, and then you ask questions about how, you know, ask questions, you know, to, to show that you care, to show that you're into what she's saying. You'll be surprised. The problem with me is we want immediate gratification right now, and it, that's not how life works. It's not. Sure, the society's set up like that now. We get immediate gratification. If I'm watching a podcast and the man ain't talking about, I don't think he's talking about anything for 10 seconds, I'm out of here. If I'm watching a video and the video's not excite me after five seconds, after three seconds, I'm out of here. Well, that's a fool's game. That's a fool's game. You've got to learn how to be patient and be as Christ as a husband. You cannot rush things in your marriage because it always, always, always fails, especially if you're making love. Okay. So with that being said, we will be back. I hope you guys got some out of that. Bam. Let's talk about your Catholic marriage problems. Weekdays, 10 a.m. Eastern. Live streamed on the Catholic Alpha Radical Facebook page and CatholicAlpha.com. If you're getting value from this podcast and would like more personal marriage help, visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for an opportunity to work with me personally for free. Yes, within 30 days, learn how to become a better husband that attracts your wife back to you. Visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com and get a plan tailored specific to your marriage and situation. I've helped hundreds of men in their marriages. Allow me the chance to help you using my personal and gained experience. Visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for superior coaching for your marriage. Again, SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com. That's SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com to become the man God created you to be and the husband your wife needs. Lastly, I always get the question, why don't you help women? And I always answer them, I do. So, for all of you beloved wives out there that want to reignite that feeling of emotional closeness and complete love from your hubby, consider... 
marriage coaching and visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for an improved marriage within 30 days. All right. Okay. And we are here for our conclusion for today. Again, I want to thank you guys for hanging out and being patient with me. And it is, um, and under, trying to the best and, 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 you know, be trying to be a real man, a real man of empathy, sympathy, and a real man that under, that's trying to understand his wife because he loves her. You love your family, you love God, and you love your children, and you just want things to be, um, you just want things to be, uh, um, you know, peaceful, and you want everybody to be happy and everybody to be thriving. And but the the way that only comes through you. Most men don't really realize that 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 only comes through you as a man. Everybody in your home does what you do. If you're moving towards God, they're going to eventually move towards God. If you're make, trying to make a great marriage, then your wife will eventually try to make a great marriage. You know, if you're you're uh, having an environment of your home where your kids and your wife can grow psychologically, emotionally, and spiritually. Your kids will be respectful. They'll love you. They respect you. They'll care about you. They'll want to spend time with you. They want to hang out and talk to you. But you are the catalyst to this whole thing. And if you feel you need more help with that and you want to learn how to do that and you want the peace and love and respect in your home and a, a home thriving, then, you know, go to SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com, schedule an appointment with me, and we can talk about it. And I will do my best to help you. So, in conclusion, as we always do, we end with a quote from Pope Benedict XVI, which states, Society offers you comfort. But you were made for comfort. You were made for greatness. Now go forth, Christian soldier. The spiritual fight is upon you. Fast, pray, and prepare for battle. Thank you for listening in today. If what you heard helped you in any way and you would like more personal attention, visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for superior marriage coaching. And remember to join the Catholic Alpha Radical Live podcast as a caller or listener every Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. Eastern. To join as a caller, dial area code 313-RADICAL. To join as a listener or view the live stream, visit the Catholic Alpha Radical Live Facebook page or visit CatholicAlpha.com for Catholic marriage help that actually works. Bang.